Hello and welcome to today's episode of In Part Podcast. My name is Pastor George and as always, it will always and forever be a delight to break the bread of God's word with you each day and whenever we have the opportunity. Friends, today we're going to be looking at another miracle of Jesus and this one is one of the ones that I captured in all three synoptic gospels. So we'll be in the book of Matthew chapter 8 verse 1 to 4. Again, you will see this story captured in the book of Mark chapter 1 verse 40 to 45 and then Luke chapter 5 verse 12 to 14. So all three synoptic gospels captured this miracle of Jesus and I believe it is going to bless your life tremendously. The title of today's episode is, hear me closely, No Disparity. That's right. No Disparity. Now we're going to go to the book of Matthew chapter 1 verse 1, sorry Matthew chapter 8. We're going to read from verse 1 to 4. And then I will take you to Matthew chapter 5. We'll backtrack to Matthew chapter 5, 1 and 2, just for context sake. Okay, you ready? Let's go. Now, in Matthew chapter 8, from verse 1 to 4, the Bible says, When he was come down from the mountain, great multitude followed him and behold there came a leper and worshipped him saying lord if thou will thou canst make me clean jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying i will be thou clean and immediately his leprosy was cleansed that's all and jesus said unto him see thou tell no man but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer the gifts that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Okay, now I did say we will backtrack to verse five, chapter five, verse one and two, uh, to give our teaching some context. In chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, the Bible reads, And seeing the multitude, he went up into the mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Okay, now let's just take verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then it goes on and on and on. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. And it goes on and on and on. Believers and friends and listeners today, what we just read in verse chapter 2, it's what we know as the Sermon on the Mount. This is when Jesus went up the mountain and began to teach a set of teachings that are now I have now become Christian doctrinal teachings um, uh, what we know or better know as the Beatitudes the Beatitudes and there Jesus taught certain principles and values of the kingdom uh, he talked about all the blessed are these for they shall be these blessed are those for they shall be these and then afterwards he goes and, and began to teach on we being the salt uh, of the earth and the light 
of the word. It taught things like the higher righteousness. It taught things like anger and reconciliation. He taught on adultery and divorce. He taught on oaths and reconciliations. He taught on very many things and talked about anxiety in God's kingdom. He talked about possessions and the masters and there. Jesus did so many teachings from chapter 5 of the book of Matthew on the mound and all the way to chapter 8. Now, in chapter 5, uh, the Bible says he went up the mountain. That's really my, my my the word of my interest this morning. All the sentence that I'm looking at, he went up the mountain in chapter 5. And there he sat and began to teach what we now know as the Beatitude or called the Sermon on the Mount. Now, in chapter 8, so between chapter 5 and chapter 8, Jesus sat down on the mountain, on top of the mountain, and the multitude came to him, the Bible says, and there he taught them. Now, in chapter 8, the Bible says, now, when he was come down, so we see him going up in chapter 5, and for the next three chapters, he was up there teaching. And then in chapter 8, we'll see him coming down from the mountain. So in chapter 5, we read that he went up the mountain and a group, a multitude followed him. And then he began to teach them. In chapter 8, however, we'll see him descending, coming down from the mountain. And this time, he was met by... A leper, it was a multitude that followed him to the mountain. But when he came down to the mountain, he accosted or he was accosted by a leper at the foot of the mountain. Okay. And and then about so when he was come down from the mountain, great multitude followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, Thou can make me whole. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was healed. His leprosy. There are a few things, friends, that I would like to bring out from or extrapolate from that story. And you must understand from the onset that Jesus demonstrated uh, three things, three things from the onset of his ministry, he demonstrated three things. Number one is equality. Equality. Number two, he demonstrated the removal of the separatist line of demarcation, right? And that uh, there is no bearing, barring anyone regardless. So he demonstrated chiefly equality. Equality, equality with him, there is no disparity, there is no difference in treatment of people. Jesus removed that separatist line, the line of demarcation, the line that divided 
people along the lines of social economic stratas or uh, affiliations or or yeah uh, all kinds of things that uh, brought division amongst people he removed that line and said there is neither greek nor jew there is neither uh, free nor bound bond sorry jesus removed any line that seeks to divide the people Every line of disparity or separation, Jesus removed it and brought us all. We are one in Christ, regardless of your social strata, um, religious inclination, if you would, political affiliation. Even he removed that as long as you are willing to us surrender to him, embrace him, and make him your Lord and Savior. It doesn't matter on what side of the divide you might find yourself. With Jesus, there is no division. With Jesus, there is no uh, disparity. We are in Christ. We are treated all alike. Yes, all alike, rich or poor, white or black, whatever. No racial disparity, no socioeconomic disparity, no disparity whatsoever. Now, there's four pivotal points that I would like to point out from the story I would like to consider today. Number one, number one, come with me. Number one is that he is the God of both the high and the mighty and then the low and the weak. Jesus is both the God of the high and mighty and also of the low and the weak. Mm. The government of Jesus is inclusive of everybody, irrespective of social stratas, political affiliations, economic dispositions, and religious inclinations. In the story, if you take the two chapters that I read, uh, if you just post them, you'll see that in chapter 5, Jesus went up the mountain, up the mountain, up the mountain, up the mountain, and a group, a multitude followed him. And then at the foot of the mountain on his return, in chapter 8, the martyr who went with him followed him, but also there was a leper. Whom the Bible, which the Bible did not capture in chapter 5, as among those that went up the mountain. We never read about a leper going up the mountain, but then we read about a leper who waited for him at the foot of the mountain and worshipped him there. And Jesus gave attention to the multitude that followed him to the mountain. He also gave equal attention to the one leper that met him at the foot of the mountain. He did not, uh, uh, um, was a corner. He showed no disparity. He did not discriminate amongst them. He did not say, because you're a leper, I am not going to attend to you. He stopped and had a conversation with the leper as much as he had conversations or taught the multitude on the mountain. He sat down and gave them his attention. There were multitude. He gave them attention. It was a single 
individual. In fact, a leper, Jesus give equal attention. With him, there is no disparity. He never discriminated against a leper along any strata, any uh, any social line of demarcation, whether it's uh, economic, whether it's political, whether it's religious, he never showed any uh, disparity or discrimination, if you will. So he is the God of both the high and the mighty and the low and the weak. He is God on the mountaintop. He is God in the valley low. He is the same God who taught on the top of the mountain. And that's the same God who meets the need of a poor leper at the foot of the mountain. Regardless of where you find yourself in the echelon, in the social echelon of the God has you covered whether or you are on the high mountain top or you right in the valley low if you're high and mighty strong and able Jesus came for you if you were low and weaker there at the bottom of the mountain you are equally important to him number two even though you might not be able to make it to the top of the mountain, he will come down to meet you wherever you are, even at the bottom of the mountain. Now, the first point I pointed out is that he's a God of both the high and the mighty and of the low and the weak. Secondly, is that even though you might not be able to make it to the top of the mountain, Jesus will come down to meet you where you are at the bottom of the mountain. Now, child of God, hear me close it. Though you may be faced with limitations which we have in quantity, in various ways in life, though we may be faced with limitations and inadequacies and inabilities and incapabilities and hurdles and obstacles and hindrances in life, Jesus breaks the barrier and reaches everyone regardless of your limitation, regardless of the inadequacies that seems to put you away and far away from him regardless of your inabilities and incapabilities and the very many others that life places our way and obstacles and hindrances your God in Jesus Christ breaks the barriers and reaches every Everyone. He reached the people who could make it to the top of the mountain. He was also gracious and magnanimous enough to also reach the one who could not make it to the top of the mountain. This is already a deliverance for someone that whether you are able to make it to the mountain or because of your in, because of your you're ha or you're handicapped and because of your incapability or inability to make it to the top of the mountain, sometimes uh, you feel that you have lost out completely. I don't have all it takes to go to the top of the mountain. I don't have the economic advantage to go to the top of the mountain. I don't have the political
political uh, strength or affiliation or relationship to galvanize my movement to the top of the mountain. You could even be that you don't have enough favor amongst the top class of society to make it to the top of the mountain. I don't have strength to climb up the mountain and so you think you've lost out. Make no mistake about that. That might be reality with men but not so with Jesus, not so with God. He can meet you where you are, whether you're happy or you are sad, whether you're feeling and having the mountaintop feeling or you are experiencing the valley low despair regardless of where you might find yourself physically, geographically speaking, or even emotionally, God is able to meet you there. If emotionally you are feeling great and top of the mountain, you can access God. And if you are feeling despair, discouraged, rejected and dejected, feeling emotionally down and out and empty and perhaps humiliated even because of circumstance. Make no mistake about it. You are equally important with him. There is no disparity. He can come. He will come down to you where you are at the bottom of the mountain, at the place of despair, at the place of emptiness, at the place where limitations has kept you. He doesn't want to leave you there. He doesn't want you to stay there. He comes to meet your need where you are and then send you on your way to go and prosper and live the life of victory and color. God is the book of the book, the high and the low, but also is able to meet you at the bottom where you are. The Bible tells us in the book of John chapter 1, one of my favorite scriptures, John chapter 1 verse 1 to the Bible says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things, the Bible says, were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. And him was light and the light was a light. In him was life and the life was the light of man. And the light, in verse 5, he says, the light shone in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. Verse 1 and 2 again, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. It was with God. But if you read all the way down to verse 14 of John chapter 1, the Bible says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and will be held his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth so in the beginning we see that the word was with god it was with god in the high it was with god in heavenly places the word was with god where god was or where god is seemingly on the mountain top 
The word was with God. The same was in the beginning with God. It was God where God is or where God was or where God existed at the level of God. The word was with God, high up with God. But then the Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us that are at the bottom of the mountain, full of grace and truth. With the same might, the word existed with God in the beginning. The word has the ability, the potency, and the magnanimity to travel down and become flesh and then dwell amongst us. The word here being Jesus Christ, who was with God in the heavens, with God in the highs, in the spirit, with God in it's able to come down and dwell amongst us, meet you where you are with fullness of grace and truth. The word of God will find you where you are. You are either able to ascend to the top of the mountain, and if you are in the word of God will come down to you and dwell in your midst where you are, even at the bottom of the mountain. Whew. But this is good enough. Now, number three, there's the third thing that I would like to point out. It's that you ought to position yourself if yourself, sorry, despite your shortcomings and limitation, positioning. You ought to position yourself despite your shortcomings and limitations. Uh, let me let you know, dear friends, that a rightly positioned man is a rightly located man. A rightly positioned man is a rightly positioned man. A rightly positioned man, sorry, is a rightly located man. The Bible says, wait upon the Lord again. I say, wait, wait upon the Lord. The man Man could not make it uh, to the top of the mountain because of his handicap, big nature, because of his inability or incapability. He was a leper. He could not climb up to the mountain. He didn't have the weight with all. He didn't have the strength in his limbs, uh, perhaps arms as well, to climb up to the mountain. Even though he could not find his way, he didn't have the education to be there. He didn't have the connection or connectivity with a higher might in society to get into the room. <laughs> he didn't have anybody to help him up there. He didn't have the means, the education, the background, or qualification to meet the demands up there in that level. What he did was to position himself even at the foot of the mountain. He said, Jesus, you went this way up to the mountain and no, you don't live on the mountain. You're not going to be there forever. You're going to come down at some time. At any point, I know that one day you will come down. So what he did, he said, I will stay here. I'm not going to write myself off. Society may have written me off. My inability may have created some level of barrier for me that I'm not able to be that and get there and do that on that level. But on the level where I am I on 
where I find myself. I am going to position myself here at the bottom of the mountain. It is considered the bottom of the mountain, but I'm going to wait for the one who is a God of both the high and the mighty and the low and the weak. And I know that Jesus is going to come my way. He's going to come down. So when he comes on from the mountain, I will be here positioned. A rightly positioned man is a rightly located man. And there he was at the foot of the mountain. Like David said, he said, when my soul is overwhelmed, when my life is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than me. And there this man waited and positioned himself. At the foot of the mountain, Jesus is willing, dear friends. He can and he will. He was willing. He said to him, Master Jesus, if you are willing, if you can, will, if you are willing, make me whole. If you are willing, heal me. If you are willing, deliver me. If you are willing, help me. And Jesus answered him and says, I will. I am willing be healed. And the Bible says immediately he was cleansed. Immediately. It says, I will be thou clean, child of God. Hear me closely. Jesus is willing to heal you. Jesus is willing. And sometimes we say, if it is the will of God, if it is the will of God, let me let you know it is the will of God for us to be healed. It is his will. Absolutely. It is his will. Everywhere Jesus saw the maim and the leper and the blind, Jesus healed them. And the Bible said that Jesus came to show us the will of the Father. It is God's will for us to live a life of victory and color and beauty. It is his will. Jesus is willing. He can and he will. He can deliver. He can heal and he will. Jesus is willing. He will if you will. If you will position yourself. If you will not allow your inadequacies and inabilities uh, rob you of the, uh, of the, the, the drive to go after him. Can I let you know that he's coming your way. He's coming your way even now through this podcast, uh, through this teaching, through this episode. He's coming your way. He's meeting you where you are. He's meeting you where you are in the midst of your challenge or circumstance or confusion or questions or, or things that are going on in your mind. You're trying to make sense of something. You're trying to justify. You're trying to add the deals. You're trying to conclude. You are thinking, is this really the place? Is this really the way? Is this really what I'm supposed to? What am I? You are in the place of confusion. You are the crossroad. You are trying to figure things out. God, even now, is coming your way by the way of this by way of this podcast. He's speaking to you. He's coming your way, no matter where you are, whether you're feeling good and top of your career, top of your game, top of your ministry, top of your life, or you are in a place of despair. God is coming your way now in the name of Jesus.
Jesus is willing. He can and he will. He's willing, he can, and he will. He's coming your way. Listen, child of God, when he comes your way, every obstacle in your way gives way. When he comes your way, every obstacle in your way gives way. When he comes your way, every obstacle, every hindrance, every barrier in your way gives way, gives way, gives way, gives way, gives way. Gives way. When he come, came the way of men, there are many stories in the Bible when Jesus came their way. And when he came their way, things changed. For instance, in Mark chapter 5 uh, is the story of Jairus' daughter who was sick, I believe, for 12 years. When Jesus came her way, she was made whole. That young girl came back to life. That dancer was healed. Uh, when he came the way of Peter's mother-in-law who was sick in Luke chapter 4, I believe uh, Jesus made her healed. Uh, he healed her when he came their way, when he came their way, when he comes your way, then stranger. The Bible tells us the story of the woman with the issue of blood. When Jesus came her way, Maikata, if you know the story, she touched the hem of his garment and she was made whole. She was made completely whole. When he came her way, when Jesus came the way of the man with the withered hand in the temple, his hand was made whole. His hand was strengthened. He was healed. When he came the way of the blood, Blind Bartimaeus in the book of Mark chapter 10. The man who was sitting by the roadside begging known as a blind Bartimaeus. When Jesus came his way, he was healed. There was a woman who was bound for 18 years in Luke chapter 13. The Bible said for 18 years she was bound. She was bent over by an infirmity and she could not stand upright. When Jesus came her way, he said to her, Woman, be thou art loosed. Woman, thou art loosed. And when he comes your way, it doesn't matter how long you've been in that circumstance, he will, he can, and he will. Your condition changes when he came the way of the man by the pool of Bethesda who was there for 38 years his story changed when he came the way of the man who was born blind in John chapter 9. He touched him made more, spit out of more. He made more out of spit and put it on his eyes and said, go wash in the pool of Siloam. The man went, washed and came back seen. When Jesus comes your way, blindness goes. And when Jesus came, the way of the wither of men, whose only son died in Luke chapter 7. When he came her way, her son, her only son who was dead at the time came back to life when he came their way in fact he literally met them along the way and when he met them along the way that boy came back to life Luke chapter 19 tells us the story of Lazarus who was dead and buried 
for four days uh, when Jesus came their way, Maliba Aiba, when he came the way of Lazarus, uh, Lazarus came back to life, uh, came back to life. What about feeding the 5,000? What about walking on water? What about calming the storm, the raging storm? No matter where you are in life, no matter what circumstances you're going through, I've come to let you know that Jesus is on your way today. Jesus is coming your way. In fact, he's here right now. He's speaking to you. He's talking to you. Is in your situation now. No matter where you find yourself on the top of the mountain or at the bottom of the mountain, in joy and happiness and, 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 and everything going well, or you are at the bottom of the mountain in despair and discouragement and confusion, wondering, trying to figure things out and your head is full and there is confusion, there is uncertainty, the ikata have come to bring you good news. He's here, he's here, he's here, he can meet you right where you are. Ask him what you want. Like the man says, Jesus, if if you can, if you are able, if you are willing, please help me, heal me. And Jesus says, yes, I am willing and I will be down clean. And immediately he was cleansed. Immediately he was cleansed. I speak to you now. No matter what the situation is, I bring you comfort. I pray for you that the hand of God will rest upon you. That the hand of God will intervene. That the might of God will intervene. That God will give you clarity. God will give you insight. God will meet you at the point of your need that even today, this week you begin to hear him clearly, get clear instructions and clear directions and God will meet your every need according to his will. It has to be in accordance with his plan and purpose. I pray that the hand of God will direct you today in this day, into this week and this month, even the rest of the year. May God God's might be with you. May he heal you if you leave him. I'm trusting him for healing now in the name of Jesus. There is no sickness, no disease, no matter the name that the doctors may have given it, that God is unable to heal. I bring you peace. I pronounce peace over you. If you're troubled and confused, I say peace, but still, if you're wondering what's going to happen to you, I'm not able to do this. I stop looking at your inabilities and inadequacies. You may not be able to make it to the top of the mountain, but position yourself at the bottom where you are. Look for God even where you are right now. Ask him now to meet you where you are, where you are situationally and where you are positionally, locationally, wherever you are, my Ibra and the Ibra, emotionally. Ask him now and he's able, he's able, he's able. He will meet you right and I pray that God will bless you this day. Go into this day and this week. Prosper be all God has called you to be. It is well with you. 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 Until I come your way again, I remain yours truly. Pastor George, stay blessed, be blessed, remain blessed, always blessed. <laughs> enjoy the blessings of the Lord remember with God 
There is no disparity. Have yourself a good week. Bye for now.